So how is that? Heads are nodding. Would anyone like to put words to nodding heads? How is your nervous system? Yes, please. Mm. Hi. Is it on? Um, so interestingly, when we did the first uh, sitting meditation, I was um, experiencing a lot of uh, sleepiness. And so I uh, expected that I might also do so when I was lying down, but I found it was completely different experience. And then when I sat again, I, the sleepiness wasn't there. So can I just ask before, how um, agitated was your system? If it was, I didn't, I wasn't aware of it, but it's quite possible it was agitated. And after the lying down, did you notice any difference in your system? I felt much more relaxed. Okay. So one of the things that happens with sleepiness, sleepiness is one of our defense mechanisms when what we are dealing with is uncomfortable for us to be with. So when there's more relaxation, it's sometimes easier for us to be awake and present because what we are awake and present to isn't so uncomfortable. And it has been a lifetime learning for me to relax. I was not aware of how hypervigilant I have been my whole life until there's been some contrast of seeing what it's like to really relax. But when I relax, I can feel the way awareness and attention suffuses my body in a different way. Yeah. That was seemed to be my experience, yeah. Yeah, good. Yes, please. So I noticed actually that after the standing meditation, I was, it was easier to stay with the breath than it was after the lying down meditation. So my mind, I found my mind more easily distracted after the laying meditation, which I thought was interesting. Um, so to me, it seems more that the standing meditation sort of relaxed my nervous system more so than the lying meditation did. So, you know, we don't all fit into the same box. And so what we need to learn is to be very responsive to what works for us and what doesn't work for us and to begin to get nuances of when certain tools are useful and when they're not useful. And it's awesome that you are aware of the difference and that for you, you can see that for you, standing is actually maybe more helpful for you to relax than lying down. Good. Good. When I first got here, I had tremendous exhaustion and busyness in my head. I, I, I've never been aware of voices so much in my head. I, I don't want to be here. And it went on and on and on and got stronger and stronger than as the meditations went on to the lying down. I feel almost empty in my head. Mm-hmm. And it's such a relief. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And when you said let the sensations fill your mind, yeah, that was the perfect. It's like I could feel the, the scooping up all the sensations yeah. and putting it into a mind that was so 
horribly busy earlier. Yes. Yeah. John, did you have something you want to share? No. In the back, please. Yeah. Just look at like it's an ice cream cone. There you go. Like you're going to eat it. Like it's delicious and you're going to gobble it up. Okay. Uh, I had back surgery a number of years ago and I, um, uh, this is my main form of meditation lying down. I was no longer able to sit for a long time on retreat. Uh, so um, I, that, that's all I guess in some way. So. It's your preferred meditation posture. Lovely. Yes, well, for me, for many years, it has been my preferred meditation posture. And a very good result. So, uh, is this a new practice for any of you? Yeah. 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 Retreats and to the coming that I was not welcome to lie down. That's right. So and there's a very amazing. strong culture around it. Ooh, yes, yes a very strong culture, and part of that has to do with the vinaya, the monastic discipline, which is that it's it's within our culture that it's not considered respectful to be teaching the Dhamma when somebody is lying down, and so there's part of that. But like the other night, I was in Boston and I was giving a talk, and there was a man who was in the room who was homeless. And we were in a meditation hall, and we were meditating. And while we were meditating, he took his shirt off. And he was rolling pillows and cushions and inverting his posture. And there was this whole big thing that was happening. But because of the fact that I could see that he was a homeless person, that I, I restrained from asking him to be different because I recognized that that there was a value in him just being in the space with us under any circumstances. So I gave an extra accommodation, but normally I would not allow or uh, that kind of thing to happen because it's not conducive or supportive for most people. So there's a, a strong culture that has been established in the meditation community around not lying down. True, I, 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 would, I tried to go to something in Philadelphia uh, weekend retreat and told the person that I would meet uh, Zabutans. And he said, that's too many. Why would you want to leave that many? So I, I felt really rejected for years. So, yeah, so, you know, there's something about um, different needs and, and of different people and of all of the different um, marginalized groups that there are in the world. I was speaking to um, a friend, a colleague at East Bay Meditation Center who's got very progressive policies around inclusivity. And she was saying that of the, the people who are marginalized, the, the ones who are outed and least understood are the people who've got uh, special needs around medical or health issues. That that is often the hardest place for people to be uh, compassionate and understanding and accommodating. Yeah. 
So it's, it's, it's painful. It's painful. It's painful. So I want to talk about, uh, just for just a couple minutes, and then, uh, and then we'll be breaking, but, you know, how many, how many have the idea that meditation is, a, is the idea to hold, to hold something strong and steady? How many think that that's what concentration is? You just hold something and hold it steady, yeah? Well, if you if just watch me, when I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try, I'm going to try and hold this glass steady, okay? And I'm going to really, I'm really going to try and do it. And, and it's kind of like the more that I try, the more the glass, the water in the glass, can you see the glass moving? Yeah. The more that I'm trying, the more that I create tension and tiredness in my arms, and the more that it's moving all over the place. Now, when I put the glass down, what happens? The water settles. And so part of our learning in meditation is the understanding of where we need to apply attention and effort. So I need to be focused on something and sustain my attention there. But when I try and hold it, it's a very different thing than when I let it go and bring attention to the experience of it just being there. When I let it go, it settles by itself. It isn't about me making it settle. And my own experience sitting here is a much more relaxed experience than trying to hold it. it, take, it I get tired really quickly, you know, trying to do that. So when we have breath or body or something that we want to focus on and we think that it's our job to hold it, to grab it, to, to, to make it happen, then through our efforting in that particular way, what happens is there's more movement, there's more agitation, there's more disturbance. So the, the right relationship with effort in this context is to know how to bring attention to something and then let it go. Bring and let it go. Bring and let it go. Bring it and let it go. Bring it and let it go. So we bring our attention to the breath and let go of trying to make it be different. We bring attention to our body and we let go of trying for it to be different. I bring attention to the gong. I hold it just enough so that the, this does not fall out. And then I, I, let it, I let it hit the bell itself. It isn't so much about me making it happen but me being in relationship with the bell, becoming in relationship, entering into relationship with the breath. And that relationship is a relationship of a sustained, applied attention and a letting go of grabbing, of efforting, of controlling, of a sense of me trying to do it. This can take time to learn what that feels like, you know? It can take time. And so the, the gentle movement of standing and walking and lying down and sitting in a, a relationship that begins to let the system open up and unravel and 
the mind and the body to be filled with awareness. Is the what we are looking for. It's not a grabbing. It's not a pressurizing. It's not a rejecting. It's not forceful. It's persistent. It's gentle, tenacious, strong. And just now, just notice, we've just been here this morning. What is the impact? Is your nervous system more settled? Do you feel more ability to feel what's happening in your body? Is there more sense of warmth or care or kindness in your heart? So we do practice and then we notice the result. We do practice and notice the result. 